Hello, everyone. My name is Chance, and you are currently listening to A Chance to Strive. So it's been a minute, so I feel like it's only right. I feel like whenever I've taken a little break or a step back, although I don't necessarily communicate anything on my socials to my followers and stuff like that, I do feel the need to at least, like, before I pick it back up and act like nothing happened, to still be like, hey, like, my fault for not putting out content constantly as much as I would have wanted to. But the past few weeks have been tough type shit. And it's one of those things where it's just like, I've realized I'm one of those people. It's like the reason why I don't seem like I stay in a slump for too long. It's not because like I get over things so quickly, but I think it's more of like my awareness of the fact that I know I need this. So it's like something very similar, for example, like at a certain point, like I lost my dad like very early and stuff like that. Right. And then I picked up a mentor. Like, and like there were times where like me and him started getting close and I'm like seeing that bond and realizing like that I didn't have my dad. Then I'm like, damn, the closer we get, the more I'm going to be going through that pain of like realizing, hey, pops ain't there because it's a constant reminder of like, hey, there's a father figure. Like now you're seeing what you're missing and you know why you were missing it. But I didn't try to pull away from my mentor just because I knew like a lot of pain was going to wait for me. For me, I was like, Maybe this is something that's going to help me get over his his death. Maybe this is something that's going to allow me to be able to talk about it and not just cry every single time. And he was one of those people where it's like, because he was kind of like stepping up in that position for me at that time, it became very easy for me to talk to him about it and then talk to other people about it. So it helped a lot. So for me, it's just like there are times where something terrible happens and I will feel it very, very deeply thing is people give me a lot of credit for like understanding emotion understanding people and it's like it seems very effortless and that's that's true and it's like it's very great in terms of like when i'm helping people when i'm trying to give people advice and stuff like that but when i am going through something i feel things like 10 times deeper i'm not saying i understand how people feel things but for me it's just like my pain at times literally becomes something that's like I can actually feel like physically like if I'm like going through a heartbreak or something like that and I'm crying like it's not like the the headache is something everybody gets but like my heart will literally feel like it's aching it's like I feel things so deeply to the point where it's just kind of like my brain's like it's kind of like I fuck myself up and I convince myself like this is 10 times worse than what it really is and I just it's hard to stop myself from like pulling away from it so I've gotten used to it's like, you know what, if I'm going to feel things very deeply, whenever it happens, I'm going to give myself the most amount of time that I can before I interrupt other things happening around me. And I'm just going to allow it to happen. And I'm one of those people who's like, I feel things very deeply. And that's the whole reason why I can't push things to the side, because eventually I'm going to explode and shit. So the past few weeks, a lot has happened. And honestly, I don't want the questions. So I'm just going to say it. I'm single. Right. And it's like the thing is, whenever I'm like my relationship is like ended or something like that. And then I just don't talk about it. I don't say nothing. The questions constantly get asked. Oh, where is she? Where is she? I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm not trying to put my business out there. I'm also not trying to get people on her back. Da, 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 da. And then the worst part is it's like sometimes my mood affects my content, of course. But sometimes I just post relatable shit. And at times if I post some shit. At times I'll like literally have a random thought and I'm like, oh shit. And I literally think about it and I work out the thought and I'm like, I bet now it's time for me to post it. If I post it 
and it's not even something I'm feeling. It's just simply a thought I had, and I was interested by it. And I was like, let me figure this shit out. And then I put it out on a platform. If everybody knows we just broke up, and then this is something where it's like, it looks bad on a girl or something like that. People are going to think, oh, she did this shit to him. And I don't like the idea that it's like we're over, but then it's like, because I'm doing something that I love, I'm going to create more stress and probably more people being on her ass. And especially like, sometimes I see in my own comments, oh, what the fuck did she do that? I'm like, I don't want that. If she sees it, it doesn't affect her in a positive manner. And I don't want that type shit. But yeah, so the past few days have been a lot. And I feel like, honestly, I think it was needed. And I don't even mean that in like a disrespectful way, like, oh, I, I needed to get out of the relationship and shit like that. I guess in a certain way, I could also say that. But I think for me, it's just like, I was, I started to forget a lot of things. I'm going to go on depth into this towards the end of the episode, but I started losing sight of my purpose. And I think being in that relationship created certain habits and allowed me to take certain step backs and revert back to certain qualities that I had that I tried to pull away from. And seeing the work that I was doing, kind of like losing it. And I'm like, maybe this is why I kind of needed this. Maybe this is why I needed to experience this much pain. And I'm like, fuck. One time I'm thinking, it's like, I'm not somebody that's like suicidal or anything like that. I will never say it like that because like, I understand just how deep it is when someone says that. That's like thinking of ending your life. For me, like, there was just one time where I've had a thought where it's just like, damn, why am I here? It's not the idea that I don't I don't want to exist or anything like that, but it's more like when you lose sight of your purpose, you kind of do ask yourself that question. It's like, why am I here? And if you don't understand why you're here, then dealing with all the bullshit that you're constantly going to get tossed starts feeling a little pointless so it's like for me that's why it's been very great to me that i've had a great idea of my purpose and i've been able to be aware of when certain shit is happening in terms of like i feel like your subconscious communicates a whole lot of shit to you but a lot of people don't listen to it you people constantly chase away their thoughts you're constantly drowning yourself and ignoring the things that you really need to pay attention to the thing is i feel like Every healing process is going to take however long it needs to take. But I think they have an expiration date in terms of when you're supposed to start it. Because, like, I know at times where it's like I've been in certain situations where I've seen a certain part of me that needed to be worked on. And I could have taken that chance to work on that trait, but I didn't. I ignored it. And then another time when I'm in another when I'm in it, it's always like this. I end up doing something that I love. I get a great opportunity. That one thing that I chose not to work on fucks it up for me. Or it's the one thing holding me back from really elevating. Like for me, there were so many different things in my past that I could have done that would have allowed me to be more structured. It would If I was a person that was way more structured and a lot more disciplined, it would have been so much easier for me to be consistent with a lot of things that I'm doing. Me not being disciplined is very hard for me to set up my priorities because I'm someone who constantly has like so much shit happening and not being disciplined enough to understand like this needs this amount of time and I'm giving it this period of time where it's not going to be blocked. For me, I'm someone where it's like people constantly need me. So I'm constantly trying to do something for myself and it's like it gets interrupted and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. But for me, the thing is it's like realizing it's like I needed sight of my purpose. 
I got too comfortable. I was allowing myself to be someone that I would shit talk. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's like the one moment where I realized, like, maybe this is time. Like, you really get back to work on yourself the way you used to is I forgot. I went in my mom's room and I seen a picture of myself and I was probably like 17 or something. And I'm not, I don't know why, but I got emotional and started crying just by looking at a younger picture of me. And I realized the reason why I did that was because I've constantly been focused on everything that's currently happening. And it's a lot. I haven't really taken the time to see my five year progress in life as a person. Because I've constantly had so much happening and I've always been trying to like chase the next thing. It's been a little hard for me to see how far I've came in terms of like two years, five years, six years, or honestly, even 10 years. Because I forgot about that comparison, I started I started being ungrateful for a lot of things that I would normally be grateful for. For me, I feel like seeing how far you've came makes you appreciate where you currently are. I completely lost sight of exactly where I came from. So seeing my 17-year-old picture, I was like, damn, what the fuck was I doing when I was 17? I, I, from, and then I started thinking about like the things that I've been, I can say that I accomplished, like big picture things. Like seventh grade, I wanted a podcast. I have one. I've hit over 75,000 downloads. Like that's a lot. And, but I wasn't, I, but I started taking this for granted because it's like, well, I got it and I'm at 75,000. But it's like, this is something that you love. And today I'm not going to lie. It's everything around me. Just so many inconveniences were just happening every time I wanted to get out the house to come here and record. You know, I was like, this is, I have to prove certain shit to myself. I feel like I, I got so used to trying to prove myself to people because, and I forgot where that discipline is supposed to come from. It's when you start proving certain shit to yourself. I love helping people. I tell myself this all the time. That's part of my purpose, giving people advice and everything like that. This is a way for me to do that. I realized if I was in a relationship, in my last relationship, if it was raining or it was 11 at night, if she told me, hey, I need you to come here, would I have questioned it? No. If she says she needed me, I would have been there. I'm in a slump and I'm trying to get back to myself, right? I need to be there for myself. This is one of those things where it's like once I'm here, I actually feel happy. So why aren't you doing that? And in the rain, it was just like when I was about to leave, it just started pouring. Like you couldn't even like I got in my car and you couldn't really see. I just had to sit there and I was just like, I go back upstairs. I'm probably going to find a reason not to go. I'm going to just sit in my car. But it's just like this is kind of how you get out that slump. When you find yourself falling back, stop sitting there and trying to tell yourself like, I don't know what to do. I don't know the things that I like doing. Da, da, da. It's like you have an idea of something. We all do. Like the thing is, it takes a lot of time to find our purpose. But one thing is for sure, it's like a lot of people that when they find their purpose, it's not like something that is so surprising or shocks you. It's more of like one of those things where it's kind of like a revelation. It's like, so this is it. Like, so to an extent throughout your whole entire life, they are constantly going to be examples of that. It's, it derives from something you love, like something that you actually want to do.
And for me, this is it. So I'm like, yo, I'm not going to let myself get to the point where I'm like, I constantly give people advice, like, make sure you focus on your mental. I'm like going to start getting to the point where I start feeling depressed and showing signs of that. I care so much about people getting out of that space. Why would I see myself falling into it and do nothing about it? Like, I felt like that is so disrespectful and like very selfish of me. Cause it's like, I'm giving all this advice and then I'm allowing myself to not do any of this shit that I'm sitting here telling people. So for me, that didn't necessarily make sense. But yeah, so I realized there was certain shit that I needed to work on. Cause I got a lot handed to me. I realized I had my podcast. I had over a million followers. I, my following on IG is up. Anything that I necessarily wanted to do, I could do it without really giving my all. And I would still do better than most. So I got very complacent and I stopped dedicating energy to that. And then because of that, I realized a lot, I started losing my love for a lot of that shit because I wasn't doing things properly. And that was where it's kind of like the staying true to yourself. Like constantly investing into yourself is something that I always lacked. Like my last relationship showed me the fact that it's like, I wanted to be loved in a certain way so bad that I didn't care to what lengths I had to reach to go for it. And one thing that I, this is not even part of this segment at all, but it was something that I read, which actually was really, for me, I'm like, I like learning about things. I realized that's why I'm like so addicted to like developing myself. It's like, hey, I see I'm going back. It's like, how do I figure out shit? It's like learning. Like, I love the idea of learning about life and emotions because I'm like, that's just how you find peace. And billionaires and everyone around you tells you that's the one thing where it's just like nothing else matters if you don't have this. So that's why I'm so addicted because I want to find peace and I want to find that true happiness. I, I don't know how I'm going to find it, but the more I'm addicted to trying to find the answer to that or figuring it out, the closer I'll get. But yeah, it was this idea where it's just kind of like, it was this dude that it was, he was reading a book and he said, at times, like a lot of people say, it's like, oh, we'll look for our mothers and our partners, right? And I always understood them like, oh, the first person you love, like there's a lot of qualities you see in her that, that represented what a woman should be. Like that's, that like if you look at if you put your mother on a pedestal, that's that's kind of like an idol of what a woman should be like. That's the representation of it. So I understood it's like, oh, of course, like you might be you might be attracted to some of those qualities in a person that you're trying to date. It's not like you're trying to date your mother, but you see that those qualities make her an amazing woman. You want to be with someone with similar qualities because you think it makes them an amazing woman. But then he talked about the fact that at times when we have a failed relationship with our parents, so like the uh, like um from a guy, my relationship with my mother. If you're a woman, your relationship with your father. And if he didn't go that much into it, but I'm guessing if you're someone who's was into guys and you're a guy, it would be your relationship to your father. It's kind of like whatever you're attracted to in your regular life, whatever parental figure kind of like aligns with that. And he said it was kind of like at times the failed relationship that we had with our parents, we seek somebody that shows love in the same way that our parents did, hoping that we can correct our mistakes from our childhood. I'm going to kind of break that down because I feel like I said the whole idea, like one little thing, but it's this idea that your relationship didn't work with your mother and subconsciously 
you look for someone that is the most like her in terms of like how they show love or how you're trying to love them. And then you kind of like find that person that you seem as a good fit. And then you start loving that person. And you're and then you start seeing the little things that wouldn't like for me, I started seeing certain things where it's like if I wanted to talk to my mother at times, the moment I started really wanting to go into it and she had to be held accountable, she would walk away. I started being with someone where in the beginning there was those qualities, but it didn't chase me away. I, I knew how problematic that was. I've been with my mother for 22 years and I've seen how much that one little thing affected us having a bond and being able to communicate. But still, even though I saw something early on in that relationship that was exactly like that, I look past it. Because for me, I, I think subconsciously, not even think about it, it's like now that I had to step back and I get to look at it and be subjective, I'm like, I seen that, but I was so I was so fixated on the fact that I could fix that. Even though I didn't figure it out with my mom, I was so right that I could make it work with her. It was kind of like whatever love that I constantly was trying to get out my mom. I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to get out, get it out of you. And if I did get it, it would be the type of love that I missed out on when I, during my childhood, because it's, if they're similar, they're going to express love in a similar manner. But yeah, that shit was just, when I read about it and then I got to think about it and I got to see this before, like our, my relationship was fully over. And I was just like, nah, that's not true. Completely lied to myself about it. Like, nah, there's, there's no way. I'm like, I can't see this video. This this video is fucking me up. I'm like, I'm going to act like i never seen it. But then I didn't. I couldn't chase it away. I'm one of those people where it's just like, it is very easy for me to lie to people. I'm someone where it's just like, because I'm very good at understanding how people feel and how they react, it has, it's, at times if I want to take advantage of that, it's very easy for me to manipulate someone. You know, I'll admit it. And I'll admit that. But it's not something that I like doing because the guilt is just, too much to deal with it's not worth getting what i want if i'm gonna be hurting at the same time not that that's the right way to look at it but what the fuck am i gonna get some shit out of you for if i'm gonna feel guilty about it i'd rather go about doing things the right way that way neither one of us are hurt but yeah also i just thought like like that one thing even though it was so similar and i seen how fucked that was in my relationship with my mom i still accepted it in a relationship with someone else thinking that I don't know. Maybe at times you want to prove to yourself that your mom was the issue. Because if it works with somebody else, then you'd feel validated in the attempts that you made to your mom that she didn't notice. Because if it works with someone that's similar to you, then in reality, you're the reason why that didn't happen. So I think we do it to try to figure out that disconnect. Bro, this is why I love this shit. When you try to figure something out about yourself, just because you took time to learn about something that even during a moment that it had nothing to do with you. Like, this is why people say knowledge is power. You don't like the thing is, it's like when you learn something, it's hard to unlearn it when it comes to emotions and people like learning a fact like five times five or like 11 times 11. It's like certain things are just like you may forget it. But hey, someone is sad and they do this. Like that shows this. Like that's those things. It's just like you can constantly always be aware of that. The moment it happens subconsciously, it's something you learn and you adapt. And you, I just love that shit. But yeah, I feel like I've always been addicted to my healing process because 
I don't know. I think I've always understood that I'm going to get through this. And I think that's a great thing. A lot of people should do is trust yourself blindly. I don't think you should trust anybody in this world blindly because you can never truly understand what people are up to. So it's up to you to kind of like not make people prove themselves, but earn your trust. But why do you need to earn your trust? I deserve my trust. I've been with myself all this time. I've put all this work into myself. I've gone through all this pain. I've shouldered all this trauma. I've earned my trust. I've tried to do right by myself every single time. Every time I fell, I picked myself back up. I was always there. I've you've trust like you've done enough to trust yourself. So it's one of to trust yourself blindly. So it's one of those things where it's like when you're going through some shit and everything is about to fuck up. If you're here currently and you're able to have that thought again, understand the fact that you probably had this thought five other times in your life. And guess what? You're here having it again. That means there was a certain point where you seen where nothing seemed like it was possible. And still you made it out of so many of those situations, so many of those different chapters in your life. Like you, Your track record is clean right now. Like you, If you're still breathing... It means you still you've survived everything that's happened to you. Probably not overcame because that's a different issue, but you're survived. Like that's enough. So for me, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, there are moments where it's really hard, bro, and I can't. There's nothing that I can say to myself to make myself feel like things are gonna be okay. So I don't tell myself things are gonna be okay. I tell myself things are going to be the way that they were. I'm gonna go through a shit ton of pain, and it's gonna hurt for a while. But I need it. Every time I've shouldered a lot of pain and I take the time to understand it and get over it, I've always stepped out as a different person out of that healing process. Maybe all of this shit is happening to you because you got you got comfortable with who you are. Something had like you had to see how much pain could be caused to you because you didn't understand how to protect yourself. There was a certain point when I was feeling so much pain and I told myself, I don't want to be here again. I didn't tell myself I don't want to love again. I don't want to go through another heartbreak again. I don't want to have to go through all these other bullshit that was happening in my life. I just said, I don't want to be like this again. The way I was dealing with what I was going through, that's what I was, that's what I didn't want to deal with. Like my inability to deal with with, with the fuck I have going on. Seeing just how much I could lose all of that control showed me just how much I wasn't ready for everything that I was doing. So this is needed. So it's one of those things I'm like, well, (laughs) I need this shit, so I'm going to make it out this shit, and I'm going to trust myself to make it out this shit. So I promise you, trust yourself. Like, if you don't, it makes everything 10 times harder. Like, there are times where, like, coming here for this podcast— I trusted myself blindly. Like I walked in and I was like, I'm going to get it. I didn't know who was going to interview me. I didn't know what that process was going to be like. It was completely random. But I had so much confidence and it made it feel, so, I'm not going to sit here and say it's an easy, it's easy to get a podcast underneath this company. But it felt that way to me because I trusted myself. I trusted that I could do any, I could do everything that I am capable of doing. And I was going to put all of that out there. 
once I do that, it's like, if it works, it works. And I meant to have it. If it doesn't, then I don't have what it takes yet. It's either maybe I'm supposed to do something else or like come back around uh, like a few years later down or something like that. This could apply to anything like the job or something like just in general, like dealing with a certain flaw that you have, certain trauma. But yeah, I think one thing I'm going to say for like when you're first a bar, it's like when everything is fucking up. One thing that I think is very much important is recognition and being truthful to yourself. The thing is, I feel like at times when you're around other people and you're constantly being asked questions, you have to lie to them because you're not ready to deal with it. So you don't want to put it on nobody. I would also say you need to learn how to let people be there for you. But one thing at a time, we're focusing on the solo healing journey type shit. You're going to have to just step back from a lot of people. And I've realized this is something that works for me. I'm someone where I'm constantly needed. And I realize if I'm not okay and I still try to be there for people, I ignore my needs and I start forgetting about them because I can't make it a priority. And then when you push those things to the side, it fucks you over. So for me, I had to kind of like, I can't say no to people. So I cut the access that a lot of people had to me. When my phone would ring, I'm not picking up. If I'm doing something, I'm not picking up. The idea of, oh, let me check what, what, what they need real quick. Like, I stopped that. Like, this is time for me. I'm not dedicating time for people I don't have it to give. I think understanding, like, you need to step back because you don't have it to give takes a lot to do because you feel so guilty for not being able to be there for other people around you. And trust me, like, I get it. For me, sometimes, like, I walk back in my house at night after workout. And I'm like, I just dealt with all this mentally. And then I just dealt with an actual workout. And then my niece wants to talk to me. <sighs> and I'm like, I wish I could. But I'm like, I'll talk to you later, baby. And I'll close my door. I feel so fucking guilty for not being able to satisfy somebody else's needs. But I'm like, I need this. So that's what I'm going to have to deal with. It's like, fuck it. I got to get used to this at a certain point. But yeah, it's like once you start recognizing things and being subjective to it, it offers you a level of calmness, I think, that everybody needs. Because when things are moving so fast, your mind is constantly taken away from things. But it's like when you start looking at things and you're very truthful about it, there's less of a internal battle that's happening up here. Because I feel like a lot of the times your mind runs free because you're questioning a lot. But if you take the time to watch how things played out and question things in a proper manner and actually try to decipher what your emotions have been constantly telling you or what you've been ignoring, dealing with it that way, is, it makes things, now you feel a little more confident because you have control. Losing control is the reason why you're so worried. Like if you see somebody that gets embarrassed in front of a stage or in front of people they love, Certain people are worried about what that person is going to do because they used to have a certain level of control over their image. And now all of a sudden it's ripped away from them. People are scared what that person is going to do because people panic when you lose control over things. It happens all the time, like in a basketball game, if a team is up by 30 and now they lost the, and now they're close to losing the lead. The coach is going to call a timeout because he needs to stop things because he knows his team is. You're spiraling. 
because you're losing control. So that calmness and being honest to things, it offers a little level of calmness where it's like, it's not peace, but it just makes things a little easier to see and navigate through. But yeah, and, for me, and the last thing I'm going to speak about was like the whole purpose part. I was just like, one thing I said was like, knowledge is power, peace and prosperity. Like, bro, when you know shit, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people don't have this mindset, but I'm somebody that likes to add value to myself because you don't understand how terrible I feel coming across someone where I feel like they have too much to offer to me and I don't have enough to bring to them. And I'm saying I know there are going to be times like that. But I feel like I'm never going to get rid of that feeling because it constantly drives me to be better. It constantly drives me to get better at something, no matter what it is. I get someone around fashion and because they're so excelled at fashion, I'm like, I, I want to start caring about this. It's like that person in their fashion mindset, that's their value that they brought to me. There's something you can learn from that. You can appreciate somebody for that. Because let's say you had a certain need that had to do with fashion, they can fulfill it. You don't understand how much people love the idea that someone comes around their lives and you can fulfill certain needs for them. People love that shit. A lot of people go their whole lives complaining their needs aren't met. So for me, I've always tried to add so much value to myself because it means I could meet people's needs in so many different facets. So I was that part made me happy. So for me, the idea that people don't constantly want to learn things and constantly add value to yourself, I don't get it, but a lot of people are very entitled to shit. For me, I don't want to end up being in a relationship with somebody where I, they can show me all this love and I can't do that for them. Like the lack of like knowing that I can't do something, I don't really fuck with that. People doing that, that's fine. But right, so I'm, we're going to talk about purpose. I said I was going to talk about it towards the ending, right? For me, at a very young age, my mentor understood me better than me. So it was very easy for him to see just what it is that I might be in love with. Like he got to see what stayed consistent in me, even as I went through all these changes. That's what I'm saying. It was like your purpose. It's like you're going to see it because it's like. I think how you express your purpose is a different thing than recognizing it. But I think to a certain extent, you always know what your purpose is, how you go about flourishing that out to the world. It's a whole different story. But for me, I think it's like your purpose starts off with your gift and your gift. You can look at it as a task. Like I literally even made like a little breakdown for this shit. I was randomly thinking about it like a, what was it? Yeah, I was at a random lake and I was like the idea of purpose popped in my head and I was like, how the fuck do you figure this shit out? And I'm like. Right now where I'm at, this is my understanding of it. This is my learning process. This is what I'm trying to figure out. So for me, I think your purpose comes from your gift. And what is your gift? Your gift is something that you're good at. Whether that's something you, whether it's a skill you went and picked up, or whether it's something that you were naturally gifted with. I think if you went and pick up a skill, it's a gift that you've acquired. I feel like a lot of people think gifts are things you're blessed with, but you can acquire a blessing. Like, I want to be really good at this, so I'm going to put in the work, and these blessings are going to now come to me. You can acquire gifts. For me, it's always been... 
I've just always been something about people's emotions. I don't know what it is. Communication and shit like that. I've always prioritized my understanding of people, being there for them, meeting people's needs, pleasing people. My whole life, that's been consistent. Even if I'm going, and the thing is, I felt like it's easy to notice your purpose in the moments where everything actually is fucking up. Everything in my life was fucking up, and I'm like, I don't want to go nowhere. But today, I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to be here. Why? Because it was so obvious to me. It's like, yo, this is what makes you happy. This is one of the things that you enjoy. So it's like when everything's fucking up, what's that one thing that you feel guilty for not being able to dedicate your energy doing? What's that thing that you feel deprived of? Like, like I said, it's a gift. Like gifts are things you get to use or not. When I turned off all my socials, I wasn't coming in here. Something, some, I felt like part of me was missing. Something that I'm really good at and really passionate about, I stopped doing it. Of course, once you lose something you're passionate about, the happiness fades away. And I'm like, so it's obvious for me, it's like, this has always been something that's it's kind of been my reset point. I mean, everything else is fucking up and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I go back to this. And it's something my mentor told me a long time ago. You're a mender of heart of hearts. A mender of hearts. That's something where it's like the moment he said that to me, at the moment, I didn't even know what a mender meant. And still to this day, I have never looked up the word to know exactly what it meant. But I know exactly what he meant when he said it. I didn't need him to explain my purpose to me. Like I said, I was always aware of it. So it's one of those things when he said it, I was just like, I know exactly what the fuck you mean by that. So that was my task. That my gift is what you're supposed to use to accomplish your task. And then for me, I think, how you, like, how do you, how, what the fuck do I do with it? Like, okay, I care about emotions. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know. There's so much shit that I could do with this. But I think you figure that out by experiencing things. Like, hey, you go in, like, a lot of people tell you, hey, just dive into doing something. It's like, what? You don't want me to analyze whether I should be doing this or not? No, because something is always going to be wrong with some shit. Like, nothing is ever going to be the perfect fit. Something is going to be worth sacrificing that energy that it takes when you don't want to do that shit that you still love. It's like, that's the part where it comes, that's the part where it's like you really figure out if you love some shit. When you see all of the bad in it, but you're still willing to, like, you're, you're still willing to invest the energy to keep it around. To nourish that bond or whatever it is that's happening in your life. So for me, it's like, it's kind of like your experience or your lens. Like, you, you go through this and you like, you start seeing things this way. You go through this, you start seeing things this way. The more you experience and the more you're able to see things from a different perspective, now it's a little easier to see the perspective in which your gift can most freely be expressed. And I think that's kind of like your gift is what you're good at. And that's what that's how you figure out the task you're supposed to accomplish in this world and go to feelings. I'm supposed to affect people's emotions in a certain way. I don't know how yet I'm going to experience things and find different perspectives of things and see which lens fits my gift. The most the part the most perfect manner for me. And then I think that's kind of your direction. It's like you have the task and this is how you complete it. But yeah, I think like. It's just going to be a hard-ass process to figure that shit out. But I think we're all supposed to be doing this shit. We're just like, know what you're good at. Know what's important to you. I think that goes into your values. Like, you have to, there's a lot of ways you can figure that out for yourself.
but I feel like if you hear me speaking about this to a certain extent, it should trigger for you what those things are or how you're supposed to figure it out because you know what's important to you. I don't, you do. I think once you figure what those things are, remind yourself of them until it's something that's working in your subconscious. For me, sometimes I had to remind myself, hey, I don't want someone to feel bad. But the more I reminded myself I care about how people feel every single day, the more I did that very consistently. When something happened around me, I didn't have to think about acting. It was just more of me reacting to whatever need was on the table. The more you constantly remind yourself of that, the, more it's, the, the harder you make it to lose sight of it. Losing sight of your purpose, you lose sight of everything. Someone without purpose is someone that's breathing. You're not living. So I think once you figure that shit out, you stay true to it. And whatever it is that you do, you find a way to learn a little more about your gift. For me, I do social media. I, I found a way to learn things about emotions. I do my podcast. I do that. The bonds that I have with my girlfriend, I tried to find my ex. I, I tried to find certain things about our bond that I could learn from and help get better at. So whatever that is, that's your gift. Stay true to it. And understand that you're going to, to stay true to those things, you're going to have to know who you are. The whole lying to the world is, is cute and all that because you want people to act a certain way around you, but you shouldn't need to lie to yourself. It's okay to admit to yourself that I'm not disciplined enough to do the shit that I know that I should be doing. But at least I'm not going to say and tell myself, I'm not really doing it because it like some bullshit. Like the thing is, you, you know bullshit very easily when you hear it from other people. You know what excuses sound like. I think all of us are very well, like, it's easy to notice when someone's not genuine or, like, they're just bullshitting you. So stop gaslighting yourself. Like, just be honest. Like, you know, like, lying is only hurting you. If you're lying to yourself, do you understand how disrespectful that is to you? Nobody is around you. Choosing to lie to yourself is only hurting you. How much do you love yourself if you're deliberately trying to confuse yourself into forgetting about some shit or looking at it in a way where it's just like fucks up your growth process or some shit like that but yeah like i and then i literally wrote your subconscious is your best friend you'll figure eventually people will understand this at a certain point in your life once you do you'll realize how important it is and i'm not saying this to make it seem like oh i know something that so many people don't like you you'll see what i'm right it's like your subconscious is everything you know that you think you don't know. I'm saying it's your best friend because it's how you figure out a lot of shit. You went through things, you felt them, you dealt with them. You understand them. You just don't know how to connect certain dots. The more you realize the thoughts and emotions that were laying around that you didn't recognize, the more you're capable of bringing that to the surface. The easier it gets to become a better person i can't fix a problem if i don't understand what the fuck is wrong like you can't send an accounting somewhere and expect them to start fixing shit like somebody auditing even though like the person knows everything they're supposed to be doing but at the end of the day there are certain things that are supposed to happen there are certain things that that company is supposed to communicate you can't fix something unless you know what you're supposed to be fixing so the more you figure out what the fuck is I'll be completely honest. The more you figure out what the fuck is wrong with me, the easier it is to become a person that has less fucked up shit wrong with them. But yeah, attention to detail. Like every little thing you feel that you think you're lying to yourself about, dedicate the time to understand it. 
a lot of people I see people chase away their feelings and everything like that but life is a constant cycle and whatever you don't have you will be reminded of it because it'll, certain things are going to become a lot harder to overcome because you didn't do this because you didn't deal with that you lost your father and you never dealt with it so now and you, and you have abandonment issues so now every time that you're in love it's very hard for you to trust that people will stick around now it ruins a lot of situations you have of where you could have been loved and that's something you wanted so it's like not dealing with certain shit really fucks up a lot of shit that you actually want so in the pursuit of what you want understand that the things that you don't want to deal with have to be dealt with first but yeah i think question your reality and your feelings without seeking to validate them because i think that's a very important thing when it comes to like dealing with yourself and learning about your emotions and like trying to heal if you question your emotions or your actions and you're looking for validation you're never gonna get the answer you're looking for or overcome the issue in the way that it should probably be handled the thing is you are always in the right for what it is that you felt you felt it the moment you it's like it's like it's one of those things where you literally have to kind of look at it in a childish way it's like you felt it at that period of time that is part of history it happened you can't change it so why are you trying to figure out whether or not you were right it doesn't matter you you felt it that happened you will always remember it i'm not saying, like at the moment where you're trying to think that you will you know exactly what happened you know exactly how you felt why are you trying to figure out oh should i have felt this way like that part doesn't matter it becomes irrelevant because is there really something that changes no it doesn't so once you figure that part out don't try to validate it i felt this way and i'm going to understand why i felt this way i'm not going to sit here and say should i have felt this way understanding why you felt this way it's like oh, i felt this way because i loved her i felt this way because now you start seeing the problem that needs to be fixed figuring out whether or not you should have felt a certain way is just it's just you trying not to feel bad about certain shit about external factors that you're not necessarily in control of stay in control with you i tried to be bro i tried to be in control of so much other shit that didn't have to do with me and it doesn't work ever especially with people trying to get something out of somebody will never work and the thing i realized was if somebody can't express a certain can't fulfill a certain need that you have or can't love you in a certain manner trying to pull that love out of them is such a disrespectful thing to do to you cuz you made the choice to be here and love them and then you also made another choice to try and convince them to love you the way that you want you're already doing your part and now you're trying to do more by trying to pull and hold that person at arm's length if they're not willing to reach out as much as as you're reaching out that is disrespectful to you because that person looks at you and thinks i don't need to love you or make you feel loved the moment someone doesn't feel the need to make you feel loved is the moment they become very entitled 
or the moment they feel like they don't need to fulfill certain of your needs, the moment you find someone that's very entitled to you, they won't care about how you feel. It's like, it's a dynamic that I'll make a full episode on this uh, moving down the line, but the dynamic between a taker and a giver is such a dangerous thing for both parties. But I'm more of the giver, so I'll give you that. And I mean, there's somebody who can constantly give, right? And you're giving. So that means you can satisfy people's needs. Since you like giving, you try to recognize the places that somebody needs something and you try to fulfill it. When there's somebody who's good at that shit, and then you do that very well. And then when you have needs and they aren't being met, and then you beg for the people to try and meet those needs, or you beg for people to sit here and love you in a certain manner. What you're not realizing is you're trying to convince somebody to change up their mind. They already made up their mind. You made up your mind that you're going to be with them and made sure they feel loved. They told you the same shit, but then they changed their mind. At a certain point, they didn't feel the need to make you feel loved. Your emotions were never a pri- are no longer a priority. The thing about people who take is they will keep taking. So as somebody who gives, if you don't understand how to set limits on giving, and somebody who takes hasn't set limits on how much they take, as somebody who gives, you're okay with the unequal relationship so things are constantly going to be taken away from you and the thing is the more that's taken from you the more you revert back to that version of yourself that had nothing the more you start acting like a person that you aren't anymore so it's one of those things where it's like it just doesn't work so for the give or take thing the one quick thing i'll say about it is put limits on how much you're able to give put limits on how much you allow people to take but yeah, I want to say I very much appreciate you guys. This is going to be great because I'm not going to lie. My mind has been in so many different places. And I think this is going to be great for the podcast because it's like I'm not going to run out of ideas because I'm constantly going to be thinking about shit. So I'm going to do the thing where it's just like I'm going to go back to the basics where I actually write things down pen and paper without trying to complete the idea. I'm pretty good at breaking it down and doing this. Like this is my gift. This is the part that I love. The fact that. I can speak here, sit here and talk about all this shit from bullet points. I stopped doing that, and I'm like, that's why I started losing my love for it. This is what I love. So keeping content is just like those bullet points. I'm going to have so many of them where it's just like it's nice that I like talking about random shit and finding a way to connect them all up. And I got to do that. So I appreciate you guys for sticking with me. This Y'all are going to see a very different version of me in a few months. And y'all are going to be y'all going to be taken through the process of that. So I appreciate y'all. Hope you guys have an amazing week night day whatever it is that you're doing enjoy it and be happy doing it and be very grateful for the little things losing sight of that shit makes a lot of things no longer feel worth it so whenever you're losing sight of your purpose see how far you've came appreciate where you currently are but also understand just how far you still gotta go and be okay with that shit. Because coming this far, it made you this person. Although maybe you, you probably don't hate who that person was five, ten years ago. You're still pretty fucking proud that you're no longer that person. So I don't know who that version of myself is ten years from now. But I want him to look at me the same way I look at the version of me five years ago. To be able to get so emotional and be like, 
damn, we came a long way. That version of me in the future can't say that shit unless I put in the work now. So do that. You want to look back at yourself and be proud. Making yourself proud is a work of the present. You put the work and now later you get to look back at it. You don't, you ain't got shit to look back at. So get that shit right. I love y'all. Be great. <laughs>